We report, you listen. This just in, the Gustav probe has successfully returned to Earth after a six-month sojourn into space. The latest success for the privately financed for-profit market and space exploration, the Gustav is another success for entrepreneur David Kerr. In something of a victory lap, Kerr is taking the Gustav on a congratulatory tour of his latest acquisition, the celebrated chain store Blam! We'll have all the stops listed at our website. Okay. Exterior, 25,000 feet above sea level. A C-130 transport plane roars through the sky towards its landing point. Inside the massive airship's belly, there is a flurry of activity as the crew makes final preparations. In this swarm of drab green sweaters and khaki jackets, the solid white lab coat of a unit scientist stands out. Hey, Becca, why don't you introduce your character to us? What's she doing? What's up? She's on a plane. She's on a unit plane. Ah, uh, so my character is Dr. Charlotte Thorne. Um, and, uh, she is a unit scientist and I'm, uh, just milling about trying to not deal with the military as is my constant, uh, problem at unit of just (laughs) talking to generals and everything. I'm just trying to keep focused and um you know i've been uh given a very undetailed briefing and uh i'm just eager to kind of know more yeah which is great because as this is happening a squirrely young unit captain uh, steps up and she says uh, apologies for the secrecy ma'am but I- i've been given the go ahead to-, to brief you on the incursion um and uh, she says that she basically lets you know um, that there has been a breach of some sort located around a Blom store in Burbank, California. Uh, we haven't confirmed the perpetrator, but there are concerns from above. This location was compromised last year by the Cybermen, but we have cleared that out to the thanks of the Doctor, um, despite that Torchwood lot making a mess of it to, of course, our, our former Agent Barton, who's working with Torchwood now. I don't know why they jumped ship, because apparently you know, it's still quite a mess, but um, something's still going on inside. Uh, there's been a high-level energy consumption with in- inconsistent distribution, like something is gathering up the power from inside the store. Now, we've, we've created a perimeter around it, but we, we still have not actually contained the inside of the store. Interesting. Um, is there any indication of any sort of... Uh you know, is this is this still related to the Cyberman incident, or do you know if it's uh, do we know if it's something new? 
It doesn't appear to be related. In fact, the entire company has undergone a bit of a change in ownership after all the class action lawsuits from all the employees who were working at the store at the time, and it sat fairly vacant for a while, but it's been, the company's actually been purchased by Kerr Industries. And in fact, they were recently celebrating some sorts of, um, you know, space pro. They still think they're very, you know, unique and sending things into space. It's quite adorable. Um, but, um, yeah, it seems like it might be unrelated and just a terrible coincidence that it's the same location. Hmm. All right. Um, good to know. And as you ponder this, a warning bursts from the PA system. Prepare for the scent. T-minus 20 minutes till we are wheels down in Burbank. Doctor and Stanley, uh, you are stepping out of the TARDIS. Uh, you know, maybe you can have a scene inside of a TARDIS later if you behave, if you want it. But only if you're good boys. Um, so... <laughs> You are sans uh, Carrie right now. She is off on a date with the Corsair too. So uh, what are you two? What are you two doing? What's uh, you having like a boys' day? What's the plan? Are you going somewhere fun together? What's the goal? I think that the doctor is has said to Stanley. So the Crocs, they're, they're comfortable, and like I think maybe they're gonna go shopping to find a pair of Crocs for the doctor. <laughs> Crocter. Perfect. Wow. Proctor Who. It, the branding possibilities alone, the the synergy, the vertical integration. Yeah. It's just it's just constantly. It's like so you you don't get strain on your lower back from from wearing them all day because they, they look like they might not be have the support that I I want. I mean, they've got a shocking amount of support. I mean, I've I, I've been wearing them since uh, a friend of the family uh, got me a pair for Christmas as a joke about ten years ago, and I've been wearing. Nothing but Crocs ever since. I, I have to say, there is no technology like this that I've ever encountered before. So I, I, I'm in your world. So please lead on. Well, hey, it's good news that you are looking for a Croc store because you are actually at a shopping location. Ooh. You are in, get this, Burbank, California. Uh, you are in front of a familiar Blam store with uh, having a grand reopening under new management. They've actually added an exclamation mark to the end of the name to just show their excitement for it. Uh, and there are signs out front with probably too many balloons and some of those terrifying dancing blue balloon guys that Michael hates. I just want to say Michael, they're haunting and I don't like them. They're weird little tube <laughs> movements. Scare me like the dead. Anyway, moving on. It's like there's a, there's a line in, in the... Um, and how I met your mother where it's like Bigfoot is real and we should all be on alert or something like that. And like, I think that's like, that's what you're saying. It's like the tube guys, I'm just saying we should all be on alert. The tube guys. All right. One of these yeah. days, those tube guys, they're going to turn. It's going to be another villain of our, of our series. Uh, and actually the store is not open. In fact, Dan, uh, you as the doctor recognize immediately the perimeter of a unit facility. Like a basic unit has built a perimeter around the store. They are passing it off to the public as some sort of gas leak scenario, but the store itself seems to be currently under some sort of uh, clandestine quarantine. I, when the doctor oh. first approaches the building and sees like all of the hullabaloo, oh, they've redecorated. I don't like it. Doctor, what strange alien world have you brought me to on this occasion? Uh, prepare yourself. We are in the distant, far-off land of Burbank, California. Burbank, where's that? Uh, have you ever watched The Tonight Show? 
I, I don't know what that is. Oh, all right. Well, you only have about 70 years worth of ketchup. But it's fine. It's lovely. It's sunny. It's it's definitely... Is it serialized? Am I going to have to watch it from the beginning to understand what's happening? Because I don't... Otherwise, I don't <laughs> think I've got, the, I got that much time left in me, Doc, if we're being honest. Stanley, you... Hey, speaking of being a man who's up in years, uh, <laughs> does, does Stanley have any feelings about the Blom store? Um, I think there are probably a couple in the UK. I don't think he's ever actually been to one but i would imagine he probably has some you know i my feeling is that there are probably some some blam items of like uh flat pack assembly furniture that he has because locals have because he's kind of a a, a local public figure not public figure but kind of a local hero uh, occasionally people will come over and they'll try to do things for him and they'll try to mend things around the house and sometimes they give him they're like oh i made you this bookshelf oh no, i've got a bookshelf i've got to deal with like, i think that's probably as much exposure <laughs> as he's ever had to, to blam i don't think he's actually been to i don't luton does not have a blam store the nearest one is probably in milton Keynes. nice all right uh dr thorne uh can you please make your first roll of the game for me which is going to be your uh, awareness plus your transport so you'll roll those two together, and then you'll add the you'll roll that you roll your two dice. You'll add those two scores and see what you got. Right, I have an awareness of four, a transport of two, and I rolled. Hey, same as me. A five, so that's a eleven total. Okay, and did you get a one or a six on I either one of the dice? I get a one. Okay, I I think then the so in in this game in this edition of the game ones and sixes mean something oh, okay. so if you get a one it kind of means like a like a, a butt or whatever to your role so i think that you were so busy with that with that score and the one you were so busy that despite being a unit scientist you did not even hear the whirring and and buzzing of a tardis materializing on site and i think that you have what you've just noticed is unit soldiers who are like suddenly getting really antsy and and like not sure what to do and you're probably walking by with your like face in like a, a clipboard of some sort or checking some sort of data and you run right into the doctor <laughs> oh oh i'm so sorry oh, ter- terrible sorry oh no uh please watch where you go and you young whippersnapper oh, th- uh, stanley that's that's no way to speak to someone and and i help i help this person to their feet oh <laughs> Oh, thank you very much. Um, uh, well, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that you you probably... It'd be weird if you didn't know who the doctor was as an yeah. entity, uh, being a unit scientist. However, I would say you probably do not yet have records of this particular face okay. of the doctor. Uh, the most recent face of the doctor, there has been some discrepancy of, of whether she was a woman who looks like me or uh, a man who looks like Dino Andrade. Um, I don't know if Dino, I don't know if Dino's master canonically looks like Dino, but that's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head right now. So from the cover art, I yes. think, I, yes, I think Dino, Dino's master looks like Dino. Okay. Well, uh, I think that since the doctor has clocked unit and has just bumped into this person, I think, and I can gladly roll for this though, but I think that the doctor would, uh, maybe be able to see, you know, obviously if there's identifying markers like uniform or anything, but I feel like uh, the, the Dr. Thorne, who I don't know her name yet, but it's like, oh, they don't seem like regular unit. So like if there's like an awareness role you want me to do or something like that. 
I think you can tell a unit scientist when you see one. I think I think that you have spent enough time with the unit. I don't know if you know this, Dan, but the doctor once spent several years on Earth working uh, for a unit. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if you've recently become aware of that <laughs> or recently experienced that for yourself. It's it's uh, a very a specific range of dates that we know, like to the day. Um, yeah, and there's very little argument yeah, about when when this actually happened. I yeah it definitely it definitely happened for sure in the seventies. I I definitely <laughs> did do some work on solving the unit dating controversy, which I'm very I'm very did you really of, yes. It's on the nice. website. Um, I think if we have time, okay, if we have time in the BTS, I want you Great. to go over that a little bit. Uh, so yeah, uh, Doctor, I think you immediately recognize this as a unit scientist. You have not yet been greeted by anybody because I think everyone was still surprised that like suddenly outside of this perimeter they set up, the TARDIS just appeared and the Doctor and you stepped out. They don't even know for sure which one of you is the Doctor. And let's fa- let's face it, with Stanley's Crocs, it could go either way. <laughs> uh, doctor, this scientist has just run into you. Oh, it's a. It's always, there's always a crowd outside of this store. That, that, that's never good. Uh, unit. Oh, 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 oh. They're going to put me to work, aren't they? Uh, all right, Stanley. We, we might have to delay the, the chew shopping, and uh, I'm going to look around for uh, someone with a higher, you know, uh, an officer of sorts, you know, who's in charge. Why, why would... Why would they put you to work? Why can't we just go and oh, I, I, multicolored I, plastic shoes? I, I might technically still be on the payroll. I, I, they sometimes send me tax information, which is strange because every planet and country has different tax forms. But anyway, I uh, and I'm gonna just make I'm gonna head to like what's the command post essentially. <laughs> I'm gonna follow along while talking about like unionization and whether you're part of a union and if so what that whether they uh, they're allowed to put you to work off, off the clock <laughs> I, i'm technically an on-call freelancer um i don't always answer when i'm on call but uh, they have my number all right so either you're gonna acknowledge this woman that you're, you're standing next to her or you're just gonna tell well oh, let's just leave her here and go off i'm sorry command. i mean i feel like i feel like i feel like i'm i'm sort of hearing all this and and just being like Oh, sorry. Do you have some sort of clearance? Um, uh, uh, yes, I do. And I go to pat myself to pull out my psychic paper, and I still keep forgetting I don't have it. Uh, uh, in 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 our universe, I I, I no longer have it. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Uh, oh oh. Uh, and then rather than uh, pull anything of use out of my pocket, um, I'm gonna just pull a random item out of my pocket. Like I don't know if you want me to do a bottom pocket roll, but like I. No, nah, this 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 is for yeah. a gag. It's not it's not going to be useful for this. Yeah. Scene, so uh, then it. I pull out a Lego minifig because I looked at my desk at the first thing. That I was like, uh, "Hello, I'm the doctor. This is for you." <laughs> the Lego minifig you pull out just so happens to be a custom made one of the brigadier. <laughs> <laughs> the the brigadier. Oh. oh yes, it is now. Yes, oh. stop digging. We found gold. There we go. Brigadier Gordon Lego Bridge Stewart. Oh. <laughs> yeah, do you think at some point someone at Unit was like, well, "If you ever no, see left, us, left brick Stewart." Oh. Is it one of those minifigs that's also a keychain, so it can be on the TARDIS key, so the Doctor always has the brick? No, actually, I think yeah. I I'm gonna have a bag of these instead of jelly babies. I'm gonna hand out uh, Lego minifigs <laughs> to people. <laughs> Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take it and I sort of look at it and and it takes a minute for me to register, but the mustache on the minifig is like, oh, 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 uh, you're the master. You shrunk the brig down. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arrest this man. No, hold on. 
and uh yeah this is uh i i feel like at this point i have realized that this is the doctor um and i i'm probably just kind of stunned in in fangirl mode a little bit <laughs> not really uh, know what sure what to say uh, yeah and I, I i kind of like see that you're a little stunned so it's like i'm gonna try to like help you along it's like and and, and your name is uh doctor because i'm guessing by the lab coat yes no i'm the not the doctor i mean yes uh D- dr charlotte thorne uh so pleased to make your acquaintance so so very pleased and i i am I'm shaking your hand like a little, like I'm gripping it a little too tight and just like, <laughs> I'm, uh, you know. Uh, do I, do, does her reputation precede her or do do I have any uh, information? Um, I think it's up to, I think it's up to Becca. Becca, do you think that Thorne is someone who has made enough of a name for herself within unit to be someone or it's more of like a, the first time the Dr. Met Osgood situation? I feel like it's more the first time the doctor met Osgood. I, th- I think that like, I mean, cause also I, I think that because of the way that unit, especially in the new series is portrayed, it's very much like, I kind of, I kind of see her as like halfway between Osgood and the scientist from planet of the dead. Um, just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I also Love I think it. like at this time period the doctor has again worked with unit here and there for like about a five year period, okay. uh, but not this version of doctor like my my doctor mm-hmm. has. Like it's it's possible that right now at this moment another version of the doctor and Carrie are somewhere else on the <laughs> planet because we're not being we're being about as good with the time period for us as as the seventies era of Doctor Who was being with its own yeah. time period. <laughs> your so, adventure also yeah, in it's, it's your adventure possible. also in Burbank because it is our Cardiff. <laughs> yeah uh it's very much like the faceless ones happening on the same day as the war machines yeah. all right so yeah um uh so yeah uh, my hand is being shaken for me and i i i, I can feel like the excitement of the person it's like oh dr thorne it's very nice to meet you um t- tell me what uh what's going on here because uh um it, it does appear that uh, I don't think that unit is here for the, the savings on furniture that blam would normally offer um no and um and i'm not on the blam payroll so i won't uh disavow you of that notion um no apparently we've and i'm I'm, at this point i'm kind of showing you the clipboard that i'm holding and i think it has a lot of the readings and everything and i basically say yes um we've just we've been informed that the um this location has been used using a lot of a lot of power certainly a lot more power than uh than it should for a a furniture store that's not even open yet um if i ma'am if i if i may ma'am um also uh the soldier who you talked to mm-hmm. who like a, t- a soldier who's nearby mm-hmm. stands up and not not the same one with the plane but one of the uh perimeter soldiers uh will say that uh, their name is Greg, because that's the first name we have listed under our possible name sheet. Um, uh, yeah, there is uh, this guy, Greg, uh, leans forward and uh, goes, yes, if I may, uh, there's, there's been reports as well of of some unusual activity inside the store, like like some sort of like hostile presence that we have. There actually are possibly still some employees or customers uh, inside the store. We, we had to close the perimeter to quarantine it off, uh, but there have been rumors and, and, and whispers of attacks of some mm-hmm, sort. Mm-hmm. And I'm 
I'm, you know, I'm scanning through all of the paperwork and then I hand the clipboard to Stanley. Stanley, what do you make of this? I have a very important question for both of you and uh, I'm going to need an answer pretty sharpish. Do you know whether there's a store nearby that sells Crocs? Because we do want to get the dock kitted up. Uh, it doesn't have to be now, but like I just I don't want it's on my mind, and at my age, you know, you forget. I don't want I don't want us to go on a a sci-fi action adventure, saving lives and performing acts of daring do, and then we get back in the TARDIS, and then after the Doctor's pulled the Gizmotron or whatever it's called, I go, ah, oh, forgot about the bloody Crocs. Which is what we came here well, for in the first place. I just I'm, don't want to forget sure, about it, you know. Um, if I'm sure if we can... you can't tell by my accent, I'm not from round here, actually. So, all right. Uh, well, I... what about the other one? What was your, Greg? Was it? What, what's uh, what's your what's your take? W slash um, R slash T uh, plastic clogs. I have to admit, uh, I was a little bit more concerned with the um, the. The possible alien invasion happening inside the, the store. Right. So um, that I mean, I could probably do a search on the on the internet for um, some Crocs. No, yeah, you, um, you, sure you don't have to worry about that. You know what? I can do that. I just I, so you're on the clock. Are you are you uh, in a union? Do you get uh, are you unionized? I really, I really think like if you if you ain't in a union, does the U in unit stand for union? Is the question. I mean, it stands for u- unified. I mean, that's halfway there. But you're kind of Bon Jovi in and towards the Is it Unified situation. or United? I can't remember. Because it was United Nations, but then they get changed. It's at some Unified point. now. It's I Unified think. to okay. avoid the yeah. United Nations lawyers getting mad at Doctor Who, a totally normal thing that happened in real life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we live in a. Everybody's like, oh, I wish the world was stranger. And I'm like, it is. <laughs> it's pretty weird. I don't know. It's pretty enough. weird. Maybe maybe, maybe we live in boring times. All right. So, um, I... I'll tell you what. I'll make you. I'll make you a promise. Um, if you help us investigate what's happening, uh, I don't know what accent that I, I had a really good posh accent for a while. This character and it totally fell off the rails. When I was talking to um, yes. Um, well, if we, I'll make you a promise. If you help us with the um, the incursion, perhaps I could probably get someone at unit to buy the doctor some. Crocs, as you say well, they were. I believe listen, we can make that happen. That you've made my day. I don't know what day of the week it is, but I'm all for it. Doc, let's let's head in to to Blam and uh stop aliens from we'll do the thing that we do where we stop aliens from you've got more experience than I do. Yes, and I, I even have experience at this location. Uh uh where where tell me, uh um where where are these power readings uh, centralized uh, from, Dr. Thorne? Uh, you know they're yeah. from inside the store of yeah. some sort. <laughs> I I just know that they're in the store. They're inside. Um, uh, that and, that's really all the information we have. And and what is your field of expertise, uh, Dan? I'll say I'll say that you can you can tell from the paperwork that you have that it feels like the store's power in general is kind mm. of like being yeah. like drained a little bit, like right. overall the entire power grid. Uh, and okay. Do- and Doctor Thornton, what uh, what is your area of expertise? Uh, physics. Although oh, I love physics. I'm... Makes everything go around. <laughs> Indeed. Say, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 having, having a physicist uh, uh, aboard, uh, if, you, if you would perhaps like to come with us, as uh, my, my, my friend Sadly and I are going to check on this incursion. Um, uh, I promise you, you'll be, uh, well, no, I can't promise you you'll be safe, but uh, it will at least be interesting. But um, yeah, please. Uh, Come on, come on, board. It would be nice to have a, 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 the eyes of another doctor along. Uh, 
And I think the doctor's just going to sort of like move past the barricade and just start like heading inside. Yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah. think the soldiers are just like, yep, that seems right. The doctor's <laughs> going in somewhere. We're just going to let it happen. There's no, there's no point in trying to stop him from happening. Now, now, Doc, I think it's very important that we spend a uh, not inconsiderable amount of time around the outside of the building trying to find a door that we can get into. Um, trying different, different nondescript entrances, maybe... Maybe even inventing new entrances that might work Stanley, uh, while being harangued by members of the public. Stanley, I love where your head. I love where your head is at. Uh, uh, the good news is, uh, uh, if, if, perhaps if we could recall uh, a past adventure, uh, or you could just use a door that's right yeah, in front yes. of you that's being opened for you by yes. one of the Maybe absolutely heading in the front door this time, like again. <laughs> cool. When you walk in, a big rock falls in front of you. Anyway, uh... Perfect. yes. Perfect. Oh, Rock wow. is R O with the umlaut. So this episode yeah, is the yeah. callback of Rassalon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So you go in, and uh, it is it is your kind of standard uh, Blom store layout. Like you basically, there appears to be an escalator that is currently not running, but it is heading up to uh, the main like showroom area. And there does appear to be doors in front of you that would lead to a marketplace area, but those typically those are currently uh, they see they appear to be locked. Uh-huh. Um, Doctor, I I do um, I do have a bit of experience uh, in uh, not this location, admittedly, but in other Blam stores, and um, I have to I have to make it very clear that if we enter the showroom area. It is almost impossible to find our way out. <laughs> yes, uh, it, 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 the same designers have been designing uh, 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 blam stores and, and casinos. It's 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 a nightmare. But yes, uh, uh, though the arrows on the floor, they never send you where you actually need to go. <laughs> exactly. Um, so uh, I like you, Doctor Thorne. With caution. Yes, I like I, you, Doctor Doctor. I like you, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> we almost call this episode. The two <laughs> <laughs> and uh oh my god i i think i'm gonna grab one of those like oversized uh shopping bags that they have at the entrance i'm gonna take one of those and i'm gonna start walking up the stairs uh <laughs> okay i love it great you never know when these will come in handy any any chance we get the escalator turned on i mean my, my knees and everything i just i don't want to yeah can i can i attempt to give a, give the uh escalator a sonic just to just to get it working yeah okay. i'll let you have it i'll let you have it Yay. for accessibility reasons yeah. Yeah, that's good. Doctor Hoeing right yeah, there. I, I like that. Yeah, that I like that moment. I think it's a good. In fact, uh, uh, Ben, I'm going to give you a story point oh, for that being a thing that Stanley would notice and be aware of and, and be concerned about. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. So now we slowly uh, crest yeah. the top of the escalator hill. <laughs> Stanley, you're kind of glad you brought it up because you're already noticing, like, even though it's it's it, it, maybe like maybe it was like an attempt to get like a step or two up the escalator before you were like I can't do this, mm. and you're already feeling like your feet are just a tad bit sore. So it's probably good that 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 happened that way. I, I mean, um, not that sore, obviously, because I'm in the 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 fine uh, comfort of a of a finely crafted pair of lime green Crocs in sports mode. I might. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost like your shoes just feel like a tad bit tighter than they don't normally would like almost like your feet maybe swell a little bit more than normal you know like when your feet swell into a pair of shoes they don't yeah. quite fit as well mm. it's kind of you kind of have that mm. vibe 
So, and then it's almost like you have that feeling, and then, like, once the escalator moves again and things are kind of righted again, you kind of don't notice it as much. Like, it was kind okay. of just like a passing. Like, like oh, now that my problem has been solved, I'm not thinking okay. about this, like, pain issue so much. Uh, cool. Um, All right. I, as, we, as we, like, move into this, I, I definitely want to be keeping an ear out for any, um, you know, because they said there might be workers or civilians here um so i want to just make sure i'm keeping an ear out for that yeah i think go ahead and make for me an awareness and i'm gonna say intuition great how is my intuition zero i don't know that can't can't be right I mean, well, a lot, right. a lot of stats are zeros, so... Yeah, skills yeah. can be zero. Attributes can't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. That's uh, 11 total. Okay, any ones or sixes? Nope. Okay, cool. I will ask every time. I just want to get in the habit of it. Um, yeah. Okay, I'll say that with an 11... You hear a little bit of scuffling from the next room, which is going to be the living room area. And that's going to be like, you don't necessarily know if you hear people, but you definitely hear some sort of commotion from like, like you, you're kind of standing out, like you get to the top of the escalator and there's kind of like an archway that leads into the living room space. And you definitely know something is happening in that mm. space before you get into it. So what I will okay. say is that um, I by, by that, I will let you have when you get, because you made that check, um, when you get into that room, the next time there's like a conflict that might happen, I will let you kind of have a round thorn before anybody else gets to go before we start getting into like combat round stuff or uh, conflict cool. round. Yeah. And I'm going to, I want to kind of silently like motion to the doctor of like, something going on over there. Yes. <laughs> what was that, love? <laughs> love it. I knew that was coming and I still was happy when it did. <laughs> All right, so you go into the living room. I mean, so do you guys just go on in, or do you peek in? What do you do? Um, is, is is it dark in here? Because I know, like, there's issues with the power and stuff. No, the lights, lights are, are on. The lights are flickering. The lights are flickering in a way that's, like, just scary right. enough to make it fun and creepy, but, like, not uh, not dark enough that the show wouldn't be able to be lit for audiences to watch it. Uh, then, yeah, I think, uh, you know. And also not flickering enough to be an, an issue for people Good. who have sensory issues that would be affected Excellent. by strobe lighting. So you're at the top of this escalator. There is a living room. And you, Dr. Thorne, you know there is at least somebody possibly inside. You have motion to the doctor. I'm also going to say, everyone go ahead and make an awareness and presence check for me. Sure. So is seven, that two different, seven, two it's different two, It's two attributes, but you can go ahead and roll them both together. So I, I got a, oh! I have a 12 with a 1 on one of my dice. Okay. I've got, uh, I can do math. 15 total. No okay. wonder sixes. Uh, I and rolled a family? 14 with a, both a six and a one. Oh. All right. I'm, I'm going to let this, I'm not, I'm going to let this just, just cancel to her out. I haven't, I haven't still decided in my, for me, what I think the result of a one and a six together are, but typically I go with whatever's the most fun for, for role play. Yeah. Um, so in this case, I think doctor, because you're wearing kind of a wool coat, um, like your, your, your suit coat's a little bit warm anyway. You might not notice it right away. Um, and you don't tend to be someone who reacts a bunch to environmental changes to begin with. I would say that both the humans, uh, Dr. Thorne, Dr. Thorne and Stanley, 
you know, it's a little bit chilly in here. It's a little bit cold. There's, it's not quite like, uh, see your breath cold, but it's definitely like for a system, for a building that is running lower on power, it doesn't seem the AC is being affected by that. It feels like maybe the AC has been cranked up a little bit. I think being old, I think I definitely feel the cold more. I think it, may, it would make sense. And I think I probably like, I think I already have my scarf on kind of almost decoratively, but I think I like flip it around to kind of actually uh, capture some warmth. Okay. I think I, I also decided in my head what your one means for you. And I'm not going to tell you right now, but I will. Yay. Come up, come I'm sure up that's fine. I'm sure it's yeah. good. <laughs> uh, there's a little rock in your shoe. Um, so um, you, get, you get infected and it makes a little tiny blister, but it's get, you never get treated. Wow. Because you, your feet feel so fine. You don't think to get it checked. And then the next thing you know, you got a blood disease. And because it was a one, rocks. none of your estate planning was taken care of. So it falls to your family. <laughs> <laughs> wow all those people who built stanley a bookshelf now have to deal with stanley's uh, funeral funeral arrangements and oh brutal all right so before you head further deep into the showroom i think you notice that there is a display case nearby that has maps for for guests for customers so there are enough that all three of you can grab one if any if you want them or if one of you wants to take oh, it yeah uh, if one of you has a clipboard she wants to put it on too perhaps <laughs> i think absolutely stanley grabs one i think stanley has gotten too lost in 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 so many department stores that it's almost reflexive at this point <laughs> great uh yeah i'm definitely grabbing one too and i'm putting it on the clipboard with all of my scientific readings nice so you are currently at the top of the escalators and you are standing in front of the entrance to the living room area. And the lights are like dim and flickering? Yeah, just enough okay. for effect, not enough to make it rough on the cameras or the viewers. Okay. I want to use the light on my cell phone. Okay. Sorry, my mobile. Yeah, that's fine. You can yeah. do that. See if that illuminates anything in kind of the central living room zone. Yeah, I think that sounds good. Um, that's that is a thing. So you will not have any sort of disadvantages based on inability to completely see. So okay. it's not going to be so dark, but yeah, you have that now. Sure. All right. So what are y'all doing? I think maybe it's time to proceed uh, further into the belly of the beast. Sure. So you're heading into the living room section. Uh, yeah. There. I mean, that's uh, according to the map. That is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. So yeah. When you walk in, you you definitely notice uh, you were looking because because Doctor Thorne, you were looking for employees. You definitely mm -hmm. notice there's essentially um, kind of like a I'm trying to think of what's a good there's like a coffee table that is just tall enough that somebody could hide underneath it, and you actually see two employees wearing the trademark Blom shirts. You see them, and there's two of them, and they're motioning for you not to come in. Like, they're terrified, and they're hiding from something. And as you look around the room, you realize that there are these, like, sofa cushions and other decorations that are still, like, wrapped in plastic because they're being used as, like, demons. Like, they're, they're for sale, and they're being protected. And they're just, like, flinging across the room in, like, 
flipping around, almost like someone's throwing them, but you don't see anybody throwing them. Almost like a poltergeist of some sort is throwing them around. That's the kind of the vibe that you're getting from of it. Um, and I did say that Dr. Thorne, you would get to have a free action. So I will let you decide what you want to do before we decide to roll, go into uh, basically conflict rounds for the group. Um, I, I want to, and maybe this will involve me like kind of peering, peeking my head in a little bit further, but I just want to see, are they, uh, so the cushions are like flying around. Are they like flying from one place to another place and back or is it just they're like in a tornado of madness it's more like the first one but it's not like someone's slinging them at like they're kind of like almost like almost like they're patrolling almost like they are looking like for people that are walking by they're trying to find oh. they're trying to hit these people under the table but they can't because the table's blocking them that kind of thing okay yeah i yeah. just i think the best way that i can describe it is like mm -hmm. If you're walking into like a scene in like a movie like Gremlins and the Gremlins are having like chaos, but there's no Gremlins, it's just the cushions flying around. I mean, I think my inclination would just be like get as much information as possible and yeah, I want to I want to see like I want to pay specific attention to the where they're like landing or like turning or those kind of points of Okay. Go ahead and make for me a uh, awareness, and I'm gonna say this is tough. Um, oh gosh, I don't know. Um, Maybe ingenuity. I guess it might be ingenuity. Yeah, I'll make you do awareness and ingenuity. If I can't think of what else would be the the thing for this. That's a good suggestion, Dan. Thank you. Okay. Ah, I got a six and a one. Okay. And total, that's 15. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have the 6 of 1 cancel it out for this one. The 15 is a pretty decent roll. I'm going to say that what you get out of this is you don't see... It doesn't feel like they're, like, landing on any, like... There's nothing that is particularly, like... There's no, like, base that they're landing on that's then flinging them again. There doesn't seem to be, like, a creature throwing them. It's almost like... It, it feels like there should be something there doing it, but it's just doing that. I will say with the roll you got, what I will give you, because I want you to get some new information since you rolled dice and you didn't roll badly. Uh, it's only the wrapped cushions that are doing it. There's not, like, like all the ones that are just, like, fabric are not doing okay. it. It is only the wrapped ones currently. Doctor, do you have any experience with um, sentient flying wrapping plastic? Oh, if I had a galactic credit for every time I was asked that question. I'd only have two, but it's happened twice. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's the what's the uh, the currency conversion rate of an in intergalactic pan credit? You know what this, you, you know what the truth is, said. Stanley. No one knows. All economy is just made up. <laughs> uh, but I think yeah, I think the doctor. But you can use them all in a one arm band. <laughs> if you try. I, I think the doctor is uh, uh, immediately impressed by uh, Doctor Thorne. It's like he can see that she's like clocking. What's going on here? It's like, uh, 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 all right. Uh, so I, I take it this is perhaps your first situation in the field. Uh, uh, what, what do you, what do you make by this? I'd love to hear your thoughts. My first thought was, uh, you know, honestly, some sort of invisibility cloaking. But um, now I'm sort of thinking maybe it's, uh, you know, some some sort of because it's it's only happening to the plastic wrapped cushions. So. 
that makes me think that it's something inherent about the plastic that uh, hey go this. ahead but everybody all three of you um sorry to interrupt you but you're being interrupted in character oh. um everyone make a uh presence and athletics check for me it's okay we're not actually coordination and athletics coordination oh, and athletics. cool that's worse okay uh <laughs> i rolled a six total oh no I got a... That's a serious rap on Stanley, everybody. <laughs> I rolled a 13 total, and one of them was a 6. Okay. I got an 18, and well, uh, I got a 6. I had rolled a 5 and a 6. I almost got TARDIS women. Gee, Billy, okay. how come your parents uh, let you have two digits? <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, you suddenly have a pillow cushion come whizzing by your head, and it misses you. Uh, Stanley, you have one that hits you and actually like knocks you down a little bit because of your roll. And uh, Doctor Thorne, you also have one that hits you. It does it. None of them do any damage to you because they're cushions. But uh, Stanley, you get like um, a little bit uh, not disheveled. But what's I'm looking for? Like you get like unsteady okay. a little bit. Um, Murdered. And, and I I won't make you I won't make you fall down hard enough that you take any damage, but you do fall enough to be like embarrassed okay. by it maybe a little bit or like at least feeling awkward. Uh, doctor, you were actually able to like completely just whiz like like one just like whoop, right past you and you just like instinctively dodged. I think that's the one that ends up hitting Stanley. Um, <laughs> and then and then uh, yeah, Dr. Thorne, you got you got hit by one, but like it hits you like right in the chest and doesn't do a whole lot of damage like, to you. I, I, I'm going to immediately just shout at no one like, hey, a pillow fight with a, a, someone who did not consent is not cool. <laughs> and then, I, I think I'm just uh, taking my clipboard behind. and just like hitting the pillow. Because <laughs> 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 you're right. Dr. Thorne has not spent a lot of time in the field. <laughs> yeah. And then under the from under the desk, uh, one of the the employees. Uh, so I'll say there's a there's a there's a, a man and a woman, um, and uh, uh, one of them is going to be me, play a character named Sylvia, and one's going to be Michael, a character named Andrew. And uh, Sylvia's like, just get down. They're going to keep throwing them at you. Just keep just whatever it is. Just get down. Oh, you got a high hip. Oh, I, I mean, God, they're they cushions. I I and and uh, I'm gonna look at Doctor Thorne. It's like. I'm going to test your hy hypothesis, Dr. Thorne, and I'm going to sonic, uh, I want to sonic scan the uh, patrolling plastic wrapped um, pillows. Okay. Because uh, I, I think that uh, Dr. Thorne's hypotheses were definitely worth investigating. Okay. What are you, what are you trying to scan? What are you trying to find out? Uh, I'm trying to scan if there is uh, some sort of life form, uh, whether it's plastic based or invisible. I'm, I'm basically, you know, I'm trying to get a reading. Like, obviously, this is this is not Earth standard, so I'm just looking for something out of okay. the ordinary. Scanning is a standard uh, behavior of the Sonic, so you have that in there. So, yeah, you're getting a scan. There's no life form. It's just, it's just a plastic wrap cushion. And as you're scanning it, it flips up and tries to hit you again. So go ahead and make a coordination athletics roll for me again. Okay. I rolled the exact same thing. I, I rolled an 11 with an uh, you know, uh, 18, but that's a six on the die. Okay, I'm going to say with your six this time, because you were ready for it, it jumps up and you just catch it. Like, it actually looks really cool. You're like, <gasps> Great, I immediately stuff it into the blam bag. Okay, yeah. Uh, and it's now it is in the bag trying to yeah. jump around. <laughs> it's not unlike the head of Hydroflax inside the bag. Right, it's very yeah. much like flipping around inside. It, it's going, it's actually a little bit tough to hold because of your six, I'm going to let you have it. Um, it is right. definitely not... It wants to fly out of the bag, but yeah. Um, and then great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
sorry, I, I was going to say, can I use both of my hands and I kind of want to like, I don't know how I would do it, but I kind of want to flip the Sonic to either of the other two people, but I don't think I will be able to. I think, I, yeah, I'm holding up for dear life. Okay. Um, I think here's the thing is that not only is the pillow trying to fly out of your hand, but now the bag is also trying to fly out of your hand. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> uh, do I'm going to make a contested like strength roll and see if it like pulls me up off my feet? Uh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I will let you do that. So yeah, make a uh, coordination and strength roll. Actually, before you roll, change that. I'm going to I'm going to take did you already roll? I rolled it, but I'll keep the keep dice. Keep the dice roll and instead of your coordination and yeah. strength. It's going to be uh, it's actually going to be strength and conflict because it's your strength plus it's fighting you. So, okay. Uh, so it's a five and then a seven. So it's a twelve. No magic numbers. Okay. Uh, with a twelve, it. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a hard choice. Either it flies out of your hand or you're able to hold on to it, but you fall down with it. I'm falling down with it. Okay. I'm absolutely. Okay. You <laughs> fall down and it's trying to almost like crawl away, but doesn't have the strength to pull you because it is still just made. It's just, it's just the, the cushion is not heavier than you. So it doesn't have the ability to like actually pull you, but it's like the cushion is jumping inside the bag and trying to pull you away with the bag. That sounds like. I, I turned it. I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good thing you're here. The other, like, <laughs> Grab, grab my ankles. Like, I, I feel like I'm getting, like, pulled away yeah. almost. Um, yeah. It's trying to. It's very much trying to, and then, but it doesn't have, doesn't have the weight to do it. I want to, um, I, I think after I've, like, after this cushion has hit me, I kind of want to, like, just rip the plastic off just to kind of see what happens and how that affects things. Okay. Make... A, I'm gonna say strength and conflict roll for me. Okay. Because you're trying, you're trying to, you're basically trying to like rip the skin off a thing that's fighting yeah, against you. I don't have really. We should rip the skin off of things more often on this show. Uh. Yikes. Would you roll back of that? That face did not look <laughs> okay. good. Okay. I rolled snake eyes. The grand okay. oh. serpent. Michael. Michael. For a total of five. The grand serpent. We call that the Grand Serpent. Oh, Grand uh, Serpent. I like it. Um, not, Despite our best efforts not to. <laughs> I am going to say that, hey, we made ribbons for it, buddy. All right. I, I, know, I say that. Here's what I'm going to say happens. Here's what I'm going to say happens is you get that cushion off out of, out of the plastic thing. And instead what happens is that plastic wrap now leaps forward and cover it like, almost like not unlike the Arkham space, the plastic has now like jumped across your head and is like, is like you're fighting against it and it knocks you down. And you're now being like, you're struggling against this plastic that is like starting to like, like grip you and hold on to you tightly. Oh, I want to yeah. try to help pull the plastic off of, uh, off of her head. I'm going to have you make a strength and conflict roll as well. Because you're All right. To so I've got a base of three. So what I need is the... I'm going to try... Oh, you know what? I'm going to roll different dice. I'm going to roll different dice this time. should have rolled the dice I used in our last Jumpets and Flagons session because I was rolling really well during that. Okay. Uh, uh, oh! Uh, uh, strength and Conflict as a base of three. Um, I rolled an 11 total with a six on one of the dice. 
Okay. I will say with the with the six, I'm gonna let you go. It's, you're pulling a plastic yeah. bag off someone's head, so no matter how hard it's fighting, like it's not that hard to do. So I think I think the surprise got her more than the actual like damage from it. So I'm going to say that you are able to um, to get it off her head. Maybe like do you like fling it aside? Do you hold on to it? Um, I I I'm gonna try to hold on to it because I want to give the doctor an opportunity to scan it more with the sonic. Okay. So you're going to hold on to it. It's flipping around now. It's trying to get away. And I uh, I turn to the doctor and I say, if if you need to scan it, scan it. I don't know that I'm going to yet hold on to this thing for very long. And as you scan it, you start to hear, as, as it's happening, you start to hear like weird shuffling noises kind of off in the distance. And you can just vaguely hear it. And you're not quite sure what it is. Uh, so yeah, doctor. So this thing just attacked Dr. Thorne, Stanley pulled it off her head, and now, uh, like, he's telling you to scan it. What are you What are you going to do? Uh, so I'm still wrestling with the bag that I yeah. have, too. So I'm going to attempt to <laughs> reach into, because uh, I'm assuming I put my Sonic back away. I'm going to attempt to reach into my uh, jacket pocket with my teeth and do that thing where the doctor like has it almost <laughs> like a pencil between his mouth and attempt to use the Sonic while still holding onto the bag. Okay, I'm going to have you make then... I'm going to make you roll for this one even though it's a Sonic. And the mm-hmm. reason why is you're doing it at a disadvantage. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. I am going to have you roll uh, Ingenuity and Science, but I'm going to have you do it with a... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invoke a negative two penalty onto it as well. So that's okay. So I start off with a base of 14. So that's that negative two will definitely be a factor. I can make it. I rolled two sixes. Okay. I, like, I, I, say, I can make it. Sixes. I can make it worse if you want to be cocky about it. All right. No, no, no. I've, dude, it's good. No. Yeah. I, I just, uh, okay. With I two sixes, uh, you won't lose your Sonic, which was about to happen. Uh, that was going to be a thing that was going to, like, it was going to get taken from you because you had it in your mouth with two sixes. What you pick up is not a life form on the plastic. This is just plastic. But you're picking up a signal of some sort that is controlling the plastic. And as you make this awareness, I will let you decide if, you, if you've figured it out yet or not in character. So you're in this situation. Your sonic is in your mouth still. I'm going to say you can't drop it out of your mouth. So if you talk, you're talking with it in your mouth. And I'm going to say that you figured out that there is some sort of signal controlling the plastic. The plastic itself is actually just normal, regular, uh, earth-destroying plastic. I think we're dealing with the next consciousness. And as you say that, three shambling bodies make their way into the room and they look to be human corpses that have some level of like lines and marks on their throat. Like, you know, when like veins have changed color and that kind of, it's like that kind of vibe and they are shambling towards you like zombies. They get closer and closer and closer. I hate what I'm right. 